0: The following
1: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yes! Go Cowboys!
2: This, this is, is Cowboys, Cowboys Storylines
3: with Nick Eatman. What is up? It is Tuesday, November 7th. And it's time for Cowboys Storyline. I am Nick Eatman here, and we're ready to roll. We're ready to get this thing going. Uh, you guys, I mean, obviously. Tough loss at Sunday, uh, but judging off the calls, you guys, um, at least, well, I think we had 10 or 11 calls yesterday, you know, I I think, and I'm kind of getting this sense from different people you talk to, I think the, the optimism is high for this team. Um, even though it was it was a loss and in a game that they easily could have won. They could have won the game. Um, not easily, but, I mean, when you're on the six-yard line with 27 seconds to go, needing a touchdown to win, you expect to win. I'm sure if you guys ever look at that ESPN probability of winning the game, it goes up, down, whatever. I bet that thing was, was down pretty low when the Cowboys were on their own 18-yard line with 49 seconds to go or whatever it was, and then just shot up uh, when they got down to the six. But, you know, they, they didn't get in. They didn't get in. They didn't win the game. Um, you know, and if you guys watched the Monday night game, um, you know, last night, Chargers and, and Jets. I mean, it was the Chargers played on Monday night football like f- four weeks in a row now, it seems like. But, you know, you, you, two teams the Cowboys beat here playing. And, and you're kind of trying to figure out still, we're eight weeks into this. Like, who's good? You know, I mean, the Eagles are good. Um, but even we thought the Niners were good, and now you know they 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 took a little bit of a slide, and it happens to everybody. So you know, you, you kind of hope from the Cowboys' standpoint they've already hit theirs. But uh, this whole thing goes up and down. We're still halfway through the season, um, and even a little less than that. So uh, a lot of football to be played. No, you guys want to talk about it? 888-855-2297. That two two nine seven. That is the number. Uh, let's um, let's get right to the calls. Let's go right out of here. Rod in El Dorado, Kansas. Rod
2: yeah how you doing, Nick?
3: What's up, man? How are you
2: well, um uh, first time caller. I've been a long time listener. Awesome. I like your show. I like all the shows. I'd like to thank them i that um I'm the biggest cowboy fan out there. at least that's what my wife would say <laughs> uh but um, I don't normally get to turn tune in live because I'm at work okay. and so at home today, a little under the weather, so I decided oh. to give you a call and listen in. All right,
3: uh, well, appreciate that. Hope you feel better. but what you
2: got? Well, thank you. Well, here's the deal. Um, I listened to Brian us the other night after the ball game. They were doing the call in show. And, of course, everybody's reactions are, uh, it's, you know, they're naturally disappointed. I was kind of like you uh, on yesterday's show. You didn't know quite what to think. Um, I was not as disappointed with this loss as I was with the 49er loss, but. Sure. Uh, um, because I felt like that they played hard. I thought I didn't, I I really, nobody could fault them for leaving it all out there. I really feel like that they, mm-hmm. they played as hard a game and, and everybody's talking about being a game of inches and, and you've got these um, plays that, you know, you know, if Dak doesn't step out of bounds, uh, if they rub that, run that rub route just a little bit better, you know, Schoen- Schoenicker gets in the, in the end zone, you know, all these things. And so I was thinking, you know, the other night after that game, Broadus could have been taking all kinds of calls from people saying, "This is their best game of the season. Wow, you know, fantastic and everything." So, um, I guess I, from my perspective, I think there is a lot of season left, and there's, but I think people need to temper their expectations with the fact that um, the Cowboys are going to have some some hard games, and the, the, naturally the Eagles are, but it, you know, it could come up at the end of the season where we're looking at the fifth seat again. And um, my my thought is, hey, if we are the fifth seed, we're in good position um, because (laughs) looking at the the team that's going to be in that uh, fourth spot that we would be playing, we've got that matchup. Now, there's a lot of games to be played. I understand that. But um, I think people need to just take a deep breath. There's a lot of games to be played. We'll see how it plays out. And um, I guess that's that's all I wanted to say this morning, just wanted to get your reaction to that.
3: All right. Thanks a lot. Appreciate the call, Rod. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, I I think and I think that is kind of the reaction of of this of of this um, fan base, at least. For some, I mean, there, there's some that are really upset, hate the Eagles for with a passion so much that, you know, nothing short of a win is acceptable. But I think when you look at the big picture here about where this team stands and, and, and realizing, all right, you know, what, what is, what is our thoughts of, of the Cowboys? What, where, where do we think they are as a team? And I think for me, it got better after the game. Uh, I feel better about the way that they can compete. Um, and, you know, you can argue all day long. I've I've heard some of the other shows about well, well, when are they ever going to take the next step? And and that's and that's fair. But I mean, would you would you rather than win that, that game? You know, go back, steal that win, beat them twenty nine, twenty eight, or whatever it would have been, um, and then you know, losing the playoffs. I mean, I mean, does that win help you? I mean, maybe it does. Maybe it helps you get 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 to a better seed. But but all I'm saying is is that. Nothing really matters. We, we've proven this. Nothing matters until you get to the playoffs. You got to get there. you got to be good enough to get there but but you know when you get to the playoffs, are you peaking at the right time? Are you healthy at the right time? Can you get the, the breaks needed in the playoffs? And this team has not gotten those. Uh, we know that in, in the playoffs, but you got to be good enough to get there and that's one thing that, that I, I could kind of see from that game. This is a good football team. This is a good football team. The Cowboys are a good football team. Are they great? No, they're not great. And they can be beat by bad teams. But I think that they are a good football team, have a chance to be a really good team. You get in the playoffs and you have anything happens, We've seen that. We've seen them play terrible and lose to a team against Tampa Bay, come back last year, and blow them out on the road. We've seen how the games change, how the season changes throughout. So we'll see if the Cowboys can do that. All right, next caller. Let's go to Mitch in North Dakota. Mitch, you're up. Hey, Nick. Hopefully you're having a good Tuesday. Having a good one. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. Um, I was
4: going to call and kind of talk about a couple of things, but I think you really just nailed everything I was going to say. I mean, I'm really not feeling too bad after this loss. I mean, um, after an Eagles loss especially, I'm feeling about as good as I can recall in in quite a few years, I guess. I think they're competitive, and if that's the best shot we're going to get, the Eagles – I mean, I'm feeling pretty decent about that overall.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I, I agree. I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you 100. percent And it's again, this is not settling for losses. It's just, it's just knowing the big picture and understanding. All right. I mean, they, they can, they can play with this team. They had the Eagles on the ropes. They didn't take advantage of. They didn't win. We'll see what happens when they play them again, though, in a few weeks. You know, because that, that's right, definitely exactly. going to happen. Yeah. Yeah.
4: If I had to flip a coin, I mean you know it came up heads for the eagles yesterday or on sunday you know next time it might be the cowboys and i think that's about how close they are right um i, I guess i did just have a real couple of quick questions here um man cd is just playing i mean the guy is just like you keep saying on the show his price tag is going through the roof every time he plays <laughs> yeah and uh i mean i think that's a check they'll happily write but man he's playing standing. um I on the show last day, yesterday, yeah. Where's Brandon Cooks been? I mean, what is as he suited up? I mean, <laughs> obviously yeah. he is, but like he is just not doing anything out there. Um, and then sticking with the receiving here, um, is Jake Ferguson the second best receiver on this team? And then I'll let you get to that one. And then my last one, can you? What is the big difference between the running game last year and this year? I guess we had Zeke last year and all mm-hmm. that. Um, but I guess my question is like they keep scheming open guys like C D and so on. Can you scheme open a run? Or can they get a little bit more creative in the running game to give Pollard and whoever else mm-hmm. you know some more open windows, I guess, to be more creative. So right. yeah, is Ferguson the second best receiver and uh what can we do with the running game to kind of jump start that a little bit? And uh I appreciate the time, Nick. Um, All right.
3: Have a good day. Thank you. Have a good day, Mitch. Um bouncing around with a lot of things i'm going to take the cooks thing last because they also have a text question here on our on our text line about that um and um maybe we can throw that sc- that number up on the screen there and we kind of kind of uh, i'm without my number here on, on the text line there it is 817-290-3298 uh we've got chris beams out today he did the other show from a different location so we got Got Jazz and uh, Josh Rodriguez working in the back, killing it right now, doing a great job. Um, but um, but we well, got a text question on Cook, so I'll answer that with that. But uh, Ferguson, second best receiver. Let's hope not. And and I don't mean that in any dis uh, you know disrespect to Jake Ferguson, but but from a tight end standpoint, I, I think I think you want to have two receivers, three receivers. You know you, you want to have those dynamic players. Now he's he's becoming pretty reliable um, and and um and i'm not saying i told you so or anything like that but he was the the pick that i had i never really thought they needed a, to go high on a tight end first round they did the second round but i liked what i saw from ferguson and just thinking all right if this was the floor first year he'll 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 get there Um uh, we saw what schultz did you know his first couple years i think he caught like five passes total you know and then it, it, it turned the corner, so I thought that that Ferguson would would I could kind of see this a little bit. We saw just enough last year to think like this. So, I I hope he's the best tight end, and and it's okay if he's you know don't throw Travis Kelsey at me like well he's their best receiver. I, I get it. All I'm saying is is I hope he's the best tight end. I would like to think the Cowboys could still get two or three receivers that could be a little bit more dynamic and, 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 and you know in the passing game, but still he's playing well. And, and what I like about him, and I'm watching some highlights now. I know on that fourth and eight to Tolbert that was incomplete. Uh, he 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 had his guy he beat. He was wide open over the middle. Um, that's one where I you know I just think Dak looked at Cooks. I'm sorry, he looked at uh, Tolbert on that fourth and eight without really looking at anybody else. He also was looking at Schoonmaker on the on the pass down the goal line. Brandon Cooks was wide open over the middle. It's it's actually disgusting if you if you see that play and see how wide open Cooks was over the middle on that. Um and and, and I know that there was there was heavy rush, but he got open so quick. If he was looking at Cooks, he would have he could have punted it to him and, and he could have caught it, I think. Um and then the running game, scheming open runs. Yeah, you can do that. It's called jumbo packages if your guys can report to get in the game and on um, fullbacks and run the football. But what it doesn't do is it doesn't. You you can't have what you say about CD and all that. You can't scheme all these guys open. You want to get a hat on a hat, block the you know block the guy in front of you and, and get the runs in. It's not happening this year. I think Zeke. I mean, I think not having Zeke as a difference um, because I think he was better than Rico Dattle as, as a as a runner, and I think he made Tony Pollard a better runner than he has been this year taking on the, the load. I think we're starting to see a little bit more respect in in, um, in Zeke. I would think. All right, and that text question that I was talking about. Um, Doug from Florida, he said, I, he, he goes, I heard cooks had almost four yards of separation Sunday. If that's true, he is open. Is he being used as a clear out guy? If he is kudos to him for not complaining and just doing his job interested in your thoughts. Good point. I'm kind of wondering a little bit about this. you know, he's a guy that's been around, been to four different places, had some, I mean, he's been, yeah, four different teams before this had thousand yard receiver, um, receiving seasons. So he's had success. and uh, we're not hearing that out of him um at, at all but uh, you know i i would imagine if he, you know if he's a receiver at all he should he should have a little bit of frustration there uh so that that may be coming um but he he's a pro's pro um i do respect that his game like i said i mean he, he's got to make I, I think he could get open a little probably a little bit more they could focus on him more but man that play on the goal line he certainly was there all right dylan in north park florida you're next Hey, Nick. How's it going, man? Good. How are you?
5: Good. So, it's actually it's funny you mentioned that ESPN uh, stat analyzer thingy there. I, I looked up yesterday. Um, and I actually wrote it down for the purpose of the in today. The Eagles uh, had an 84% chance to win when Dallas got that ball. Um, and then it got all the way to about 50-50 when Dallas had their next, that,
3: that snap at the 11-yard line. So, that thing flipped um, pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I figured it would. I figured. I mean, it, that's so interesting to me because I don't. That's something I don't really understand. It. I don't understand that uh, a thousand percent. I mean, I, I kind of get it, but uh, I'd love to see when they spike up and down like that. But man, it would have been. It would have been nice. It, it, that just goes to show how quickly a team can move without a timeout from your own 18 yard line down to the six. Penalties help, of course, in getting out of bounds. I mean, I thought the Cowboys did a nice job. Really good job of getting down there.
6: Yeah,
5: for sure. I thought it would have been higher. I thought the Cowboys would have been at 67% snapping yeah. the ball at the 11 at that point. But we know yeah. how that thing works. But yeah, so I flipped the coin today. I had two topics I had written down. Yeah, I, I take notes every time I call. Cause I'm a bit of a, a rambler, especially <laughs> with the Cowboys. So I, I didn't know which one to cover here. Today. <laughs> so I flipped the coin, and this is the one I landed on. All right. Um, basically just you know, some stuff I learned about the Cowboys over the past few, uh, few weeks. Stevie Lamb one of the best receivers in the league. Um, We were wondering early on in the season, why isn't he getting targeted as much? You know, he had some games with four targets, seven targets, wasn't getting a lot of looks and they've kind of unleashed him now. And uh, the last game alone, he had a four 20 plus yard receptions against four different DBs. So kind of speaks to to how bad the Eagles secondary is and and also how good CD is.
0: Um,
5: So I'm glad to see him going. Uh, Jake Ferguson, he's a real number one tight end here. I know he's still developing, but as a a second-year guy, this guy is trending upward in a big way. Um, I can go to the bathroom when Brandon Aubrey kicks a field goal. Mm and have peace of mind. Um, The dude's absolutely automatic. I don't care if it's from 30, 40, 50. He's going to make it. So I hope I didn't just jinx it, knock on wood. Yeah. Uh,
0: No. And
5: then kind of the last thing here, Um, Dak, He's still a top-notch quarterback in the league um, that can sling it around. I'm guilty. Uh, last year wasn't his best season. Maybe he had broken thumb. Maybe that's something to do with it probably. Uh, this year started off kind of bad, and it looked like his career was in kind of you know a downward trend. But they've unshackled him, man. They've let him play the game of football now. Mm-hmm. And you can see he's going out there and he's playing and he, and he can win you games. He can win you a lot of games. Right. So, so that's great to see. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's okay. all I got for you, man. So I'd right. love to hear your thoughts on that and thank- have a good day.
3: Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. You know, the the, the deck part, I mean, he's uh, he's just playing football, man. He's just out there playing. And, and um, you know, um, the game could have been, you know, completely different. If he if he doesn't step out of bounds there um, and, you know, and he even said himself, he 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 knew he he should have probably cut it up a little bit. Take the hit. I mean, he's trying to avoid a hit there. And, and you know, you've been playing, you know, in the fourth quarter there like that and, and knowing, you know, what it takes to to win games like that. You know, he's already taken a few. I mean, the, he's just trying to get around there and dive. And and, and uh, if he straightens it out, dives for the pylon, takes the hit, he'll 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 get in there. Um, but he you know he didn't he didn't do that that's not to say he's not tough he just flipped over you know like like a couple of series before that you know he just flipped over two guys so he's uh, not definitely not afraid of, of, of contact there but he's playing great um, uh, he's playing way way better right now and I think he's just he's just a lot more comfortable and and you know it's it's working I mean like that's one thing I liked about you said CD as well I like the fact that they sat down together they said all right we can't have moments like that on national TV San Francisco everyone see it then is there drama between these two no they sat down like men they talked it through and and then what's happened since then all, both of them have played their best uh, football in these three games since then and uh, you know cd is just playing all world uh let's just say all pro because that's that's where he's at where he's at right now um and then you know and, and Dak as well so um all the other thing you know getting cooks involved getting Gallup, getting tolbert getting the running game. That's all going to work. The good thing is, is that their, you know, their best player, CD Lamb, is making plays. Dak is making plays for them, and 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 they're they're moving the ball on offense, getting it going. They were in position to win that game against the NFL's best team. So uh, if they keep this up, keep it rolling, there, there's really no reason why they can't get on a run here and win some games. All right, uh, Ronnie in New Jersey's the next caller. Ronnie, what's up? Through, in general, what time been been? Ronnie. <laughs> What's up, man?
7: You're on. Hey, hey, how you doing, Nick?
3: Good. How are you doing?
7: Not too bad. Uh, um, Nick, after um, I know you already mentioned it on the on the show, but um, I was going to say Dak, I mean, he's playing a lot better, definitely. Uh, I, in this game, he was uh, the guy that I was like, oh, man, is he going to – be at the moment you know is he going to live up to the moment and I think he did for the most part I mean but now after watching the the, the tape and you start watching all the missed uh throws I was going to ask you is that more like uh one read quarterback one or two reads and and you know and then do whatever you can get out of get out of the trouble because of the offensive line because they're playing that bad Right, right, right.
3: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't just call a quarterback. You know, label him by how many reads he is. I mean, it it goes down to the the offensive line. I mean, I remember the game in New York when Romo stood there for eight seconds. I mean, he was reading every everything. He he ordered a a hot dog. He he read, he read everybody, and then he (laughs) made the throw for the touchdown. I mean, it's not like Dak doesn't want to have. You want to go through every read. Sometimes it is what it is. My issue is is that on fourth and goal from the two. Why is Schoonmaker the only guy you're looking at here? And wh- why is that the play? I mean, this guy, honestly, he, no offense, he's, just, he's young. He hasn't made plays like this in the moment. He made the catch. Congratulations. Two yards, short of the first down. I don't know if that's really his. Did he cut it short? There there was no time. My point is, is why aren't we looking at CD? Why aren't we looking at Cooks? Cooks was wide open on the fourth and eight. Why is the ball only looking at Tolbert when... Ferguson has been having a career day. He gets off the line. He's open, wide open. I'm just saying if, if if that's the only guy open, I get it. I, I'm looking at highlights. I see Noah Brown go for 150 yards on Sunday. I, I, he was the guy open in that game. So fantasy owners, good luck. Go go sign him up. He'll have two catches for nine yards next week. But my point is, is that sometimes it is the guy that's open. That's the guy. But an you know crunch time fourth down games on the line i'm i'm taking my chances with 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 the guys that are that are playing well um you know like like playing the best cd ferguson that stuff that's not a shot at the other guys they're just not at that moment yet i i'm i'm gonna if i have to force it i force it but like i said cooks was wide open ferguson was wide open one
7: more thing nick if i if i can't yeah, go ahead Ron. um um C D if I mean I don't know if it's the eighty eight or what, but the style of play that he's playing with, like, he looks like Des Bryant out there. I, I, I love the way C D is he looks he's skinny, but he he's like a monster. He's running over guys. Uh, uh they gotta keep on feeding C D and Cooks, uh I know yesterday you mentioned, you know, or so, uh, one of the callers mentioned, "Hey, where's Cooks? He's not shooting up or whatever." Yeah. No, Cooks is getting open. He's okay. not getting the ball. Okay. Uh, there, there's a lot of plays in every single game. If you watch the tape, I know when you're watching the game, but if you watch the tape, man, Cooks gets separation on his on the guy that's guarding him almost every single play. He's just not getting the ball, okay. and when he gets the ball, that thinks he's throwing it a CB and over. Throws it like ten miles up in the air, so yeah, that's my uh, observation. But thanks well, for taking my call. All right.
3: Mike. Thank you. You know, and the thing about Cooks, um, he, he's 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 a veteran. He he will figure it out. Um, and and he's done that. He's 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 been good at at going to different places. He's played with great quarterbacks. He's done. He's had thousand yard seasons with Drew Brees and uh, um, Tom Brady. You know, and then he's he's gone, you know, he's gone to other places. And, and you know, he's he had, I, I think, Houston, you know, or a thousand yards there. I mean, um, I can't remember if it, who their quarterback was there. I want to say maybe like Davis Webb or some. I, I can't even remember. Um, but but he's you know, he's had some success um with with all kinds of quarterbacks so th- they'll figure it out but the good thing is is i mean this is cd's the guy he's the dude he's the number one receiver they're throwing him the ball he's making the plays you know a- after that it, it's kind of who's open and i think that they'll see that they'll see that cooks is open and that's something that Dak has to keep keep trusting him with all right we've got some text questions uh, text message questions here we're going to get to this one doesn't have a name interesting though do you think veterans getting a rest day is hurting execution and continuity especially on the offensive line Yeah. Yes, it does. I mean, practice practice matters, or they wouldn't do it. So, yeah, it does hurt execution on the offensive line. Also, look at the health on the offensive line. Look at the guys that you have. I mean, Biotis is still Biadas is not on the injury report. I don't think he's 100. I think he's dealing with a couple of little things. He's still he's still doing. It. Zach Martin, he's a veteran guy, he needs it. Tyron Smith, come on, he needs it. Uh, Tyler Smith has been injured at times um, in, in coming back from you know a couple different injuries. And Terrence Steele, uh, you know he's had he's coming off the ACL injury. So yeah, does it hurt execution and continuity? Yes, it does. Do they need it? Yes, they do. So they have to figure it out all right uh Derek uh born from t- in Texas his question why do you think we do not see Rico Dattle get more carries it seems we're treating him the same way Pollard was treated in the early part of his career maybe I, I mean I don't know about the word treating I mean I don't is that they're they're helping him develop I mean it's 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 a now Rico's a little bit older guy than now than than uh, Tony first couple years but it, there's there's a lot to it than just getting the ball in your stomach tucking away and running there's so much more to it than that. You've got to be a guy that they trust to be out there to pick up the blitzes, see where things are and the protections, you know, leak out, make the play. I'm not saying he can't do that. I'm just saying there's more to it than just getting out on the field and running. So I like to see Rico a little bit more. I think I like the way he runs, and it's it's as old as anything every backup running back is everybody wants to see the backup running back it ha, it's happened when Emmett Smith was here and there's a running back named Rashard Lee number 32 I don't know if people even remember him Richard Lee. They wanted to see him back then. They wanted to see Troy Hambrick run the ball. You know, everybody wants to see the backup running back because when he gets in the game, he's a lot. You know, he's a lot more fresh. He's ready. Boom, boom, boom. And and it's just not the same. It was the same with Pollard. Same with anyone else. It happens. There's something to it. They they need a little bit more carries because of the way they balance it. But still, you you um this has gone on for a long, long time. All right, uh, Ken in as our next caller, Ken. You there? Yes. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Good. Are you you ready to go, Ken, in L.A.? Are you ready? Oh, yeah. I didn't know you were going
1: to meet yet. We're live. Yeah, we're on. Quick. Let's go. All right. Hey, yeah, real quick, I was saying um, I do agree with you on the thing with going to a rookie in crucial situations. It's not even the rookie's fault. It's like they shouldn't even be in that situation. Right. But uh, my my comment was is I feel like everybody kind of feels – too good about this loss. I know everybody, oh no, we wanted to win, but it's like you just you got to realize a lot of teams. I think Philly's been close in a few games, even what the Jets beat them. So, does that make the Jets going, oh, we're as good as Philly, right? Washington almost beat them, and there's no guarantee they're going to come into you know, our stadium and we're just going to kick their butt like everybody's talking. I mean, mm-hmm. it seems like I don't know, you feel that way, or you guys you feel super confident, hey, we know we can beat them, you know, Philly. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think they can beat them. I mean, it's not easy. I mean, but, but I mean, when you look at the game and you look at how the ball bounces and the breaks and stuff like that, I mean, Philly did a nice job. And maybe, maybe I don't. I'm not seeing it the same way. I'm just seeing it from one perspective. But I don't remember three times where the Cowboys fumbled the ball and it's down there and and they got lucky to get it back. Uh, I don't remember one where the Eagles are about to score and they get stopped at the inch line, or the guy runs out of bounds at the one. I don't remember that. Um, so it was it was a close game, back and forth. And I think the and I'm not talking about penalties. Penalties was ten to ten. It was about the same. But from the breaks, I think I think the Eagles were fortunate there to come away with with the with the win. Um, who's right,
1: just, Bartonio, huh? I was just saying, weren't they weren't they weren't they fortunate? To be Washington in the end, and they yeah. lost to the Jets. I mean, all those things. Yeah, but good know, doesn't make us any better than those teams because the Jets could be saying, "Hey, we're as good as the Cowboys." Right. Well,
3: we. But here's the thing: the Eagles aren't going to Philad I mean, going to Arizona and getting waxed. That's not happening. That's so, so yeah. they they give them credit for winning these games. It's not easy to be eight and one. You're a, they're a really really good football team. They've got a tougher stretch going on, and and this. Um, do you have another question? Sorry, uh, Ken. Are you No, no. Are you no, good? I'm good. Uh, okay. Yeah, I
1: just appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for, your, thanks uh, for uh, the call.
3: I didn't want to I didn't want to end it if you'd had another question, but I did want to carry that into another text question from Carl in, in Nashville. He says, Do you think Dallas and Philly will be nine and three when they meet uh next? I, I know Philly has some tough games ahead. They have a bye, then they have Kansas City. I think um San Francisco's in there, maybe Seattle. They have some tough games, but do I think they'll be nine and three? No, not not really. I don't. I don't. I don't think they'll be losing twice. I think they'll have. I I think they'll they'll have three losses after the Cowboys game. I think the Cowboys will beat them. I really do. I think the Cowboys are going to win five in a row. That's not easy to say, around Here that just the consistency like that. But I do. I think this team is turning the corner. I think they're a much better team now. They're figuring out injuries. They can keep injuries, you know, from from being a problem. I think at five and three, I think they'll be ten and three, and I think. You know, I, I think that that's probably where the Eagles will be. I see them being 10-3 and three as well. That, that means they lose one of those games coming up, and I think they, they, they lose to Dallas. So, you know, if that happens, it's going to be interesting. Um, you know, for them coming up because I know they got the Giants a couple times. It'll come down to divisional record and all that good stuff. But, um, but yeah, I, I think, I you know, the Cowboys can only worry about the Cowboys right now. We're And, and of course, the Giants, the, the next opponent. But but worry about themselves. Go out, take care of business. Whoever the Giants are lining out at quarterback, I have no idea who that's going to be. Um, but, but, you know, no one's going to feel sorry for them. Go out there, win the game, and just keep stacking these wins together. All right, we're going to take a break here. I know we got callers on the line. We're going to take a break.
2: find a location near you.
3: Back 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 to Cowboys Storylines. All right, back here on Cowboys Storyline. We got about 20 more minutes to go. We got two callers on the line. We're going to get right to it. Brian in Kansas City. Brian, what's up, my man? Brian, are you there? Let's get him patched in. No, we're not going to go to Brian yet. Oh, there he is. Hello. Yes. Hey, Brian. What's up, man?
6: Uh, this is Michael in Bowling Green.
3: Oh, Michael in Bowling Green. All right. What's up? How are you doing?
6: Hey, pretty good. How are you doing this morning?
3: I'm good. I'm good.
6: Uh, i got two quick questions for you.
3: All right. Go ahead. All
6: right. All right. First, near the end of the game when Dallas was on the six-yard line, first and goal, and they just ended up messing that up. Uh, that's happened before. Mm-hmm. Or do you think there's things or ways they're gonna correct it where I mean they should have easily scored, I think. But, I mean, you know, Well they weren't on they, the six.
3: They were on the eleven. I mean that's that's the thing. That they weren't on the six they're on the eleven, which is the, one of the toughest places in the world to score is when first and goal on the ten or eleven yard line. They were on the six until they decided to call a a uh, false start. But I'm talking right. about running the plays. They ran the plays at the at the eleven. Okay. Right, I mean, well, I, I get what you're saying, though. I mean, I, that makes sense.
6: That's why I was asking yeah. you. I, I, yeah. you. You. The other thing is, I don't. Under, I'm not sure exactly how it, all the voting works. Do you think Parsons is kind of sliding out of the defensive player of the year because he's only got yeah seven and a half sacks? I know there's a lot more that goes into it. How How do you think he is in if you know if he keeps an average of what he's doing so far? How will you be end of your, your in your opinion?
3: Yeah, I appreciate that I mean th- thanks for the call um uh, Michael sorry we got mixed up a little bit there Michael cool. uh thank you for the call um you know i i, I hear what you're saying and I, and I'm not trying to discredit because I say it all the time too I mean I say it they got down to the six yard line then a penalty then a sack and all that but but from a play calling standpoint, I mean you guys have heard me say it it's like a broken record every time first and goal at the nine10. Or first down at the eleven. That is that is, it's very very difficult to score from there, and um, you know it, it, it's a much different play than throwing dropping back. You got to get those guys into the end zone. You know they're not going deep, so the way the corners are playing is tough. Especially you know from the six, a little bit different though because two steps and they're they're in the end zone, so um, everything's moving quicker. So I don't blame necessarily the play calling so much at that point. They had other chances though. Let's don't, you know they had they were inside the ten yard line three times uh, in the fourth quarter and got six points. So that's that's not you know acceptable there. Now there's also a reason for that too. They can't you know you would kick field goals in different parts of the game, but that's not kind of where they were in the game. Micah Parsons, I don't I don't I think he's on the outside of the conversation at this moment. Um, the side the numbers aren't necessarily there, and the team isn't winning to to that point. I, I'll say this. I mean. Uh, you know, I don't know why he gets kind of overlooked, but you know, Reddick from the Eagles is pretty dang good. I mean, he he should be getting some some mentions there as well. All right, uh, we're gonna go to the callers here. Is it Anthony in Miami? Is that next? Or we got Brian in Kansas City? Surprise me. Who we got? What's going on, Nick? What's up, man? Is this Anthony? <laughs> yes, it is. All right, what's <laughs> up, man? How you doing? You're like the star. Hey, you're like the star of the show here. The last couple of days, man. Hey, I,
8: if I I just want to bring you a couple of ratings. When you show you showed the show that I've been dealing with for seven years, hanging with the boys, love. So I'm gonna show you love. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? All hey, right. so it's like that. But I like your show. I really do. I
3: appreciate Um
8: it. I'm I'm right there, man. am me. Well, I, when we made our predictions, I predicted twelve four and one. I predicted the same prediction last year for the um, Cowboys oh. with a tie. And don't, Nate joined me this year. Don't put, a tie. put a tie.
3: Don't put a tie on Yeah, we on just me. do
8: the tie thing. Yeah, we just like to do that, you know. So, um, we're right there. You know, you shouldn't have lost the Arizona game. You know, you got your butt, the brakes beat off you for San Fran. So, you kind of got – and now this heartbreak loss. So, you got the three kind of losses that you get. You got them out the way. So, right. now it's up to the Cowboys, man, to – or a coach or somebody gotta instill that discipline, like I tell you. And mm-hmm. remember I brought the word up back that I gave to the show, D A C that discipline, accountability, and consistency. I preached that. You know, when we taught the kids down, that's what we taught when we coach. you have to you have to check those things off and you know there was not discipline, you know, from Rashawn Evans to I mean everybody in that game. My yeah. biggest take from that was Man, I mean I know I don't want him to be stubborn when it comes to things that I think affected the game and affected Dak. As great as he performed, and he did miss some things and everybody mm-hmm. knows I'm the biggest Dak supporter. You can't let the guy, you know, you can't let the line get beat up. You can't let one guy get beat up. You already did that years ago and the whole world laughed at you when you let that happen. You know, I'm saying on nationwide TV to let a guy do that, and this affected the game a little bit. That maybe affected that decisions on some things.
3: Where well, people people's like, why didn't he hold the ball no longer? Why didn't he go to the on, read? time out, time out, time out. Are you are okay. you referencing Chaz Green, Atlanta? Is that what you're saying? Are you talking about that I'm game?
8: You can't let a situation like that yeah, happen. That you know, game close to that. It wasn't that, but it was. It, was, it
3: wasn't. <laughs> I've never yeah, seen Chaz anything. i never Green seen Green. anything close to that. But uh, yeah, that yeah.
8: Was like, what? That was eight or something yeah, it was it was just it was the same
3: guy. It was just no help, and yeah, I, at least that they made a little bit more adjustments. I, I didn't get that feeling. I really didn't get that feeling for Terrence Steele. But uh, I mean, they, it, it is a they the Eagles are, have the best defensive line in football, without a doubt. I mean, and, and better, and
8: that's why I'm, I'm gonna give him a pass with the knee. Yeah, I like Steele, so I'm gonna give him a pass. All right. And you know, when everybody's talking about the guys that are not playing, you this is one guy that's really not playing. Yeah. That he like he should. And that's the wrong curse. What's going on with him, man? It's, it's just, yeah. I see something. We need him to step up. And we need, to, we can't take none of these teams for granted as we go and try to close this gap. Yeah. Don't take these teams for granted. You need to go ahead and beat these teams in no less than four on one.
3: In yep. the next file, I agree. So all right, time. all right. Thank, thank you, Anthony. Appreciate that. Right, um, yes, yeah, you know, I, you don't see a lot out of, out of J, J. Ron Curse. I haven't seen, you know, like the Wow plays and things like that. I Had an interception earlier in the year against the Jets, and thought he was going to score there. Um, he looks good in that number one. I know that though. I mean, just, I mean, when he comes out there, like, he looks look looks good. He's playing, he's playing pretty well. I mean, he's had, but he'll have a few penalties on you now. That's one thing about the safety position. You can really look at all the safeties. I don't think they're getting the wild plays out of the safety position that they had in the past. I'm not just – it's not like I don't think. They aren't. They aren't. You just don't see. You don't see a lot of the plays out of Dom and Wilson that he had last year. Um, You know, the same with Malik Hooker, J-Ron Kurse. So the production from the safety I think could be a little bit more. They talk about three-headed monster. I don't – it's not as scary as it has been before. All right. Brian in Kansas City. Is Brian up next? Hey, Nick, good morning. Good morning. How you doing?
7: I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. All right. Hey, so I'm kind of with the last caller, just seeing – just want to kind of take the temperature of where people are at with – so in listening to the different shows, it sounds like – you know, I don't analyze football for a living, but we all saw Steel have a bad game this week.
0: hmm
7: It sounded like people were saying that last week too. And yeah. Nathan Frisco, when he was on your show, said <laughs> – yeah, I'm going to give him a pass for the whole year because he's coming back from this injury and you can't tell anything for about a year.
3: Well, hold on would on we, that.
7: Would we want to try a dog over there and just see? Or has Steele been good most of this year and people are hitting the panic button because he had a bad game on yeah. national television?
3: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. Do you have another question or? No, that's it. All man. right. Hey, have a great good day. Good stuff, Brian. Um, here's the thing about that. It, and I think we're talking about giving a pass. I think it's giving a pass before you start to say this was not a good contract. This wasn't a good, you know, move long term. Now, if the guy can't keep the quarterback upright, that's going to be a problem. There's no passing there. There's no like let's just play through it. You can't do that on your right tackle if if your quarterback is in harm's way. And I I think, you know, it's it's the whole th- nature of the offensive line and judging the offensive line um you know they had a um they had a tackle and i can't think of his name um alex Barron. alex Barron in in the opener against washington 2010 or so he gave up three sacks in the game and one of them was at the end of the game or holding penalty or whatever it had three sacks it was like a terrible game he graded out Better than any other lineman on that game that day. I mean, he played really well, but you remember three sacks out of 65 is a terrible game. And that's the thing. I'm not saying Steele had a good game at all. All I'm saying is is that sometimes, you know, it, it's easy to see, well, who was that? Now, Steele again, you know, well, the previous play was in the second quarter. This is in the fourth quarter, but. But you you know like he's had a lot of good moments in there that's the, that's the nature of the offensive line, and the fact that you we're used to playing we're seeing Tyron Smith over the years Zach martin I mean Zach Martin's got more pro Bowls than holding penalties that's a fact so when that when that happens though you you don't know, you, you you judge some of the other guys the same way. I think he's going to be fine, but I'll say this though you can't risk your quarterback if it, if it's not there right now, they need to figure that out or at least at least do some adjustments to give a little bit more help. There's ways to do this other than just saying, "Hey, we we got him. He's out there. Deal with it." That that doesn't always work. All right, uh Steve in Washington, you're next. Morning, Nick. Good morning. How are you? Good. Good.
9: Hey, I got it all figured out. I all know right, exactly who's to blame for that loss on Sunday. It's the, it's that damn, damn daylight saving time. Ah, yes. I'm telling you. If we had any part of that hour left at the end of the game, we would have won that thing.
3: <laughs> love it. I love it. I was so confused. <laughs> it, it was weird. I was so, so confused. Anytime daylight savings go, falls when we're on a road trip out of the the time zone, I'm telling you, man, I have a college degree, but I I, I still get confused. And my phone is telling me what time it is. My phone, you know, <laughs> nowadays, there's no watches and stuff like that. But the weird part is was that when you, when you go from Dallas to Philadelphia and then you, you gain the hour and then you lose, you know, you, you you get it back or you lost it, whatever. And it's like it's it's exactly the same as it was. You know what I mean? We we right. lost an hour and then we got it back. So I don't know why I was confused. Yep. I shouldn't have been. <laughs> but you're right. That's it. That's it. That's the reason. Blame that. Daylight That's savings it. It. with the loss. Yep. Okay. All figured out. We Super Bowl. We only
1: needed just 10 minutes of that. Hour, yeah, that's so, so all, all you needed.
3: <laughs> there you that's go, it. that's
1: it. That's all you got. Have a good day That's have awesome. I love your show,
3: appreciate it. That's great. But right. that's his only call. Makes me wonder, was he serious? No, probably not. No, I love it. Love that call. All right, uh, I'd tell you, I'd tell you somebody that doesn't f- think this way that he doesn't feel like we lost because of daylight savings. I'm gonna go on a hunch and say that Robin Vegas, who's our next caller does not think the Cowboys lost because of daylight savings. Rob. Hey, Nick. What's up, man?
10: So, I I don't know. I'm confused on why any fan or player thinks this is a good loss. This was a terrible loss because your quarterback threw for almost 400 yards and three touchdowns, no turnovers. Your number one receiver went for almost 200. Mm Mm-hmm. You held their quarterback to 200 yards passing, the, one of the best receivers, if not the hottest receiver, right now to 60, and you still lost, and you, you gave up 28 points, and you could only score 23. Plus, what's coming up? We have an easy schedule. They have a extremely hard schedule. This was their shot, and they blew it. And hearing the players... The fans, I get it. You got fans that are just happy that they're on TV. That's not me. It's either win or forget it. But when I hear Michael Parsons, I'm tired of hearing Michael Parsons say, you guys act like they're just happy to be there. The Eagles expect to win, and the Cowboys just want to put on a good game. And I, 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 I'm just so aggravated. I, I just don't understand. And the two moves that we talked about at the trading deadline would have turned that game totally different. We said they should go get the young cornerback from the Bears, which would have put Deron Bland back in the slot because Jordan Lewis was terrible. He got burned all game. That would have fixed that. And then we said this team needs another wide receiver. If they could have made a move for Mike Evans, could you imagine Mike Evans with CeeDee Lamb? I mean, we have nobody else as a wide receiver. Gallup. I think, mentally, is, is shot. Then you got Cooks. For whatever reason, this, he doesn't fit this offense. He doesn't fit the offense, or Dak doesn't see him. Maybe because he's shorter, I don't know. And Tolbert, who knows yet? I think yeah. he's an up-and-coming. But I, I, I just don't understand why people think this was a good one. You had first and goal from the sixth. Yeah. When you play with your friends in the backyard, and you would say, "Okay, this is it." Have you
3: this heard is that? The win. Rob. Okay, have you heard those two words together? Have you heard "good loss"? Have you heard "good yeah. loss"? I, I yeah. haven't. I have not heard that. Yeah, this so was I've a good. All, lo- I've heard
10: it. I've heard it all over the place.
3: Okay, yeah. well, then, then that's then that's wrong. I mean, everyone can have their opinion. I don't agree with that. I've never said "good loss." I don't think anyone on the, this show said "good loss."
10: Well, I'm, I'm hearing fans, and I even hear the players. Like, we have more confidence now. You should yeah, have. No, you I shouldn't.
3: I do. I do. Why, why, I don't, I, why
10: should because, they not have
3: more confidence?
10: Because I don't think they could duplicate what they did when they play Philly again. So you call it a fluke.
3: So, so, so why are we I don't think wh- you're
10: going to hold Philly down So like you okay. Jalen so, Hurts is
3: hurt. All right. I don't. You know, so you calling I, I that don't... you're calling that a fluke? I don't call that game a fluke. You are calling it a fluke, and that's fine if you think that way. But I don't think people are viewing it and saying, "Hey, it was a it was a really good game. They gave it their best. The Eagles gave it their best. Cowboys came up short. We'll see them again for sure. They'll probably see them twice again. And if that happens, we'll, we'll see what happens. But you are saying that that is a fluke that the Eagles were held to that that number, and that the Cowboys had all these yards. They had a chance to steal it and they didn't. That's kind of the way I sense it from you. I don't see it that way. I see it I don't as,
10: say I don't use the term fluke, but well, let's be honest. You probably won't see a performance from Dak like that again this season. Disagree. almost 100 yards. Disagree. And here's the thing Saw it two weeks if ago. you do if you do see that, it's probably gonna be a loss again. Okay. Because when Dak has to throw forty something times, we lose. Yeah. So I don't want to see that performance I don't want to see, see that see, performance either but I, I want to see two see weeks. The ago with at least a hundred yards rushing performance.
3: You feel, um, let, let's just cut to the chase mm-hmm. here. Sorry. You, you feel like you, the Cowboys, you feel worse about the Cowboys than you did 48 hours ago. Like watching that game, you're like this. I don't feel, I don't feel better about this team. Cause I, I, am the other way. I, feel... I
10: don't, I don't, I don't feel better about the team. No. Cool. I, when I look at the Eagles, they're battle tested. They win, they win these ugly games. And they skip like I just rattled off that they still scored 28 points, and we can't score. Our offense doesn't score. What what mis, you know interprets the numbers is we get a lot of defensive scores. Oh. Our offense does not score. Got it. Okay. And that's and that's the problem. And I don't know where it's going to come from uh, if you don't get a, a second wide receiver. Oh. And that's that's where if if this team does not get turnovers, we don't win. The games we lost, Arizona, San Francisco, we don't get any turnovers. And that's, what's, that, and that's what worries me because this team hasn't proved the offense hasn't proven they could score unless they get help or very short fields. And even like I said, that first and go from the six, a dream right there. You could end it. it you didn't even have to worry about kicking off and then maybe kicking the field. End it. And we just couldn't get it done.
3: Got it. Thanks for the call, Rob. D- Dennis, we're going to go to Dennis in Albany real quick before we end the show. Dennis in Albany. That, that, What's up? I hear Rob again. Dennis in Albany, you're up. What's up, Nick? What's up, Dennis, man. how you doing, buddy? How you doing? Different that vibes. That was a good
9: win. That was a good win. That was a moral victory, Nick. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so, Nick. What's up, Nick? You hear
3: me? I, oh, I can
9: hear you. I can hear you. Yeah. Hey Nick, I got a question for you. You remember everything about the Cowboys? Do you forget your kid's birthday or something like that? Do you remember everything like that? I can ask you about a 1995 player, and you'll give me the
3: answer. Who? That's one question. Give me one. Do
9: you? Uh,
3: I don't have one from okay. 95. Okay.
9: Who was our quarterback in 1995?
3: Well, it was it, Nick? was it was Troy Aikman. It was, it the was The, great now, the, Troy the Aikman. backup was Wade Wilson, and then the backup to him was Jason Garrett. But whatever, go ahead. I love it. So listen, Nick, I. Against everyone else, I like this team.
9: I like this team and I like this schedule because we're going to have five games we should win, right? Get us to 10 and 3, 9 and 3, or whatever. You hope, and, then yeah. we go, and then we go play Buffalo, which the schedule makers are ridiculous. And we play Miami, and that's a good stretch to get us to the playoffs. We're never going to be perfect. Right. But I tell you what, our defense can win us games. And my man from Vegas, he'd been calling for years with that negative. Actually, the answer to his question is when Dak throws that much, he was three, you know, um, yeah. and this was his first loss with three touchdowns and no interceptions. Just want to throw that out there. But what I really say, Nick, I like this team a lot. And I think we made mistakes and people are talking about the Eagles and much. We kind of outplayed them. We caught a couple bad breaks spots. They got some bad breaks, but I like this team and I think it's different from a lot of years and that's all I'll say. I like, can you talk about that too?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. And that's, and that call right there, your point there is kind of what my point to the call before. And I had to cut Rob off and go to the next caller cause we're, we're running out of time here. Um, But, but I'll say this, like I, I don't look at this like, you got all you got all these extra gifts. Like you made all these plays on offense, and you got lucky to keep them to hold them to this, and then you could have won. Like you'll never get that again. Like I don't agree with that. I, I think you line them up again. I think you can win that game again. And, and now, does this hurt you for, for going to the uh, you know to winning the division? Yeah, that was a great chance to to win the division. Probably it's going to be a lot harder to do that. But I. I, you know, I, I don't think the, the way this league is, you got to get in the tournament. You got to get in, and you got to be ready. You got to be healthy, and you got to be able to to hang with the best teams in the fo- in football. And if the Eagles are the best team in football, and that's the toughest place to play, I'll take my chances on the Cowboys with this team going up there, doing it again, getting in from the one inch line, scoring a two point conversion, getting one of those three fumbles that that were laying on the turf. I take my chances on the Cowboys doing that again. I don't call it a fluke. I think that they came up short. Let's see them play it again. All right, that's it for the Cowboys break. Want to give a, a shout-out, Jasmine Marshall and, and uh, Josh Rodriguez, filling in for Chris Beam for a little bit today. Excellent job. You guys, they're awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you to all the callers. we got Cowboys break coming up here in a second. We'll be here tomorrow on Cowboys Storyline. See you then.
7: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,
0: Cowboys? Yeah!